Welcome back to Ball Talk. It is great to be back with you all. It's been how long now? It's been a month and a half, I think, right? Um, We are back. Uh, Glad to be with you all. Um, Unfortunately, we are recording from the other neck of the woods. Um, Um, Where are we at? We're at NC State. Uh, That hurts. Wolfpack, man. Boo. No, there's no boo in here, bro. (laughs) Um, we'd like to go ahead and apologize that there hasn't been a uh, podcast episode in a long time. I feel like we apologize every episode. Every episode. Um, school and life has been busy um, with both of us graduating. Yeah, so congratulations. Congratulations to you as well. Didn't think I was going to make it. I always believed in you. <laughs> um, so we're excited. This is going to be a fun summer. Um, we were just talking. It's our goal to release, you know, 20 plus episodes this summer and really have something consistent. Um, and we'll be actually starting our YouTube channel next week. So um, be on the lookout for that. Um, so without further ado, we're going to change it up a little bit. Okay, we're going to okay. start with some soccer. Like so, that. what do you think? Champions League final, 10 days away. I mean, we're both Liverpool fans, so we both know who we're going for, which is Liverpool. Sure. But I also like Real Madrid, so it's kind uh, of 50-50 for me. So, regardless if Real Madrid are able to come back and win another one, or whether Salah gets his first ever Champions, Champions League, League and continues the whole Liverpool tradition of winning these Champions League. I'll be happy, man. You a fake Liverpool fan? What you mean? You can't be excited about Real Madrid getting. Okay, no, the I want. League. Okay, I want Liverpool to win just because Liverpool haven't won in a while compared sure. to Real Madrid. Sure, thirteen and years. And also, I want Salah to get the Ballon d'Or, and I yeah. think his resume will get stacked if, if he gets you... that Champions League win. Sure. So I definitely want Liverpool to win. Sure. I just won't be mad if Ronaldo just adds another one to his list. Oh my God, you. Ronaldo, you know what I could say, but I'm not going to say it in case Shouldn't. we have kids uh, listening to our podcast. I could not disagree anymore. Um, <laughs> Liverpool all the way. I think uh, Salah deserves it. Um, he does. He does. I'd like to see Klopp succeed. Um, you know, I think it'll be really cool to have a change of uh, winners for once. Um, screw Real. They're just on good form right now. They're not really that good. Um, wow. That's I mean, they really are. not Okay, that's fine. We can say that they have Fourth played, in the La they Liga? Haven't, they haven't played. But you could say that, okay, wait. So Manchester City, they they're number they were number one in the Premier League or whatever. Sure. And Liverpool finished fourth. Sure. We can argue the same thing. That, sure. Oh, but in Champions League, Liverpool beat them. Sure. So You're right. There's nothing wrong with it. So we Fair can't point. But I, I hate Real Madrid, so you're, okay, never well, gonna, you're not going to – this argument's never going to end. So this seems more emotion than Oh, anything. 100%. I hate, I hate Ronaldo. I think he's a selfish player. I you're think he, So why does Ronaldo not celebrate when his teammates score? They do. You pick out these random moments for okay, Ronaldo sure. and you, you sure. overanalyze them. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's not – there haven't been multiple instances where teammates where play happened. and he doesn't celebrate. That's the same thing that's saying like a basketball play. So uh, Player could take a dumb shot, but it goes in. They're not everybody on the team. So that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different. There is video of Ronaldo actually being upset that a teammate has scored. Literally throwing his fist in a tantrum that he didn't score and the other player scored. You never know what's happening in that situation. I'm going to defend him okay. because his other good qualities shine. And there are some... What are his other every, good qualities? Every, 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 oh, my God. Oh, we're talking one of the best players in history. You're asking me which one is his Sure. I don't think he's one of the best ever. I'm lying. I'm You're, just lying. You're lying. <laughs> okay, so what do you think of uh, Mohamed Salah? Now that Yo, you have a jersey and... Was, thanks for that. He got me... Uh, <laughs> we, we... we he, get, he and others, uh, they got me a Salah jersey, and I couldn't have been any more excited when I saw that, because I was not expecting it. Um, what do you think dude, of the Egyptian king? What's he, oh, the pharaoh himself, man. He's, <laughs> he's, 
I don't know if there's words to describe how what he's done this season, honestly. Not only for himself, but for the team, for Egypt. I remember going to Egypt like when he started going on his little rise. And, sure. like, he played Chelsea, and he scored against Chelsea. Sure. And, and like, people went I, crazy. People were going crazy on the streets. And it was... It, He's been a sight to behold at this point. This was in January, right? No, I went. Was... No, I went in um, November. November, yeah. that's what it was. Okay, yeah. wow. So this is when it was starting up. Sure. Yeah, and I saw advertisements Did all you... around him. I could have. Ne- I would have never thought like it would have even gotten bigger to that to that point. But now right. it's it's gone crazy. I mean, he's in contention with the Bound Dior. Right. So like, did you ever think right. that Salah would be this good when we signed him? Hundred percent. No, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, okay. I really didn't think he was gonna be like this. Okay. Like I thought he was gonna be a solid player. Sure. He brought pace to the wing. I was excited, you know, fellow Muslim brother on the team, you know. It's cool. But, like, I didn't think he was going to turn out into a world-class player the way that he is right now. Right. Yeah. And did you, when Coutinho left, did you think Liverpool was doomed? No, I didn't think so. Because I thought that the money that we got from Coutinho would have benefited the team more. Coutinho was a great player. And and it still is a great player. Sure. But I think that the amount of money that people willing to pay for him would have benefited our club more, more. because I feel sure. like that we, I feel like Liverpool is the kind of place where like, we don't need like a super all-star like a Ronaldo or sure. a Messi, but we need like players that are complementary to Klopp's system. Sure. See, but I think that's what it comes down to is, is Klopp, right. right? Like I think, I don't think a lot of managers can do what Klopp is doing with Liverpool. I agree. I think there are a select few can. I think Antonio Conte can do it. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think maybe Pep Guardiola can do it. But I don't think outside. Of, mm, I don't know about Mourinho. <laughs> um, not a fan, as you might be able to tell. Um, I, so we just but don't talk about right. It. But outside of that, I don't think there are a lot of managers out there that can do what Klopp is doing. And and what I see in the Klopp, what what what's more impressive to me about this whole Klopp transformation is that he hasn't had to go out and get the hundred and fifty million dollar player. Right. He signed Virgil Van Dyke for seventy five million. Everybody thought it was a hefty price, which it was a hefty price. But we're in a we're in a time not even like I think we're in a time for all sports where you have if you want to get a player and he's somewhat decent, you're going you have to have to pay. to pay him. Sure, because he's going to get sure. money from a smaller club, sure. and they're going to pay him sure. ridiculous. He amount. signs Virgil Van Dyke a day after selling Coutinho. And Virgil van Dijk has been the best blessing to Liverpool's defensive line right. in forever. Which can be improved. It can be improved. Opinion, it can 100%. be improved. But Van Dijk has definitely... He's, he's brought leadership. Influence. He's brought confidence to Lovren, to Robertson, to Adrian right. Alexander-Arnold. Which are just um, young players. Young players, right. Um, but I think that's the Klopp. I read an interesting article about Klopp yesterday. And it was talking about the fact that Klopp is this type of guy... That is very well connected with his players and very well connected with with he's kind of. He's a players of, coach. He's a players coach, and what it talked about in that whole thing was it was it was it was recounting his reaction to losing Coutinho, and within the the, the whole process of trying to you know deciding not to sell Coutinho, then six months later selling Coutinho, everybody's freaking out. All Liverpool fans are like, "Oh, if we sell Coutinho, Liverpool is doomed." Whatever. Um, and this article talks about how for Klopp, he was never worried. Klopp was always. You know, Klopp understood what this meant to Coutinho. When Coutinho left, Klopp didn't have ill feelings towards Coutinho. And neither did Coutinho. Coutinho Coutinho came back and he said thank you to everybody. He knew that, like, it was shaky at first. And I know, like, people are saying that, like, oh, he held them kind of hostage. Right, with his fake injuries and... And that's fair because every player goes for that. But if you're a player that has an opportunity to play at Barcelona, right. there are some things that you're going to do out of characteristic sure. that, that you would usually do. Absolutely. And, and and the article talks about how Klopp always maintained and he understood that why Coutinho wanted to do this, which was this is a dream move for him. Right? right. He's a Brazilian guy, grew up you know, idolizing Ronaldinho, players like that who Kaká, who played for – you know, Ronaldinho played for Barcelona. Right. right? Um 
And, he, and, 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 and that whole article is focused on around the idea that this is why Klopp has been able to do so much in two and a half years, is that he has brought this connection to the fans and he understands what Anfield once was. Right. And in two and a half years, he's been able to, he's been able to do it because he just – he connects with everyone, right? Like he understands – you know, even, you know, they talked about Mane earlier in the season. Mane was on a slump and Mane, you know, wasn't playing well. And Klopp never felt the need to, you know, have this big meeting with him. He just told him, be yourself. You'll be fine. And now Mane is playing out of his mind. Right. right? Um, and there were questions about Firmino, I think, in the when we first got him. We sure. were like, is he really the striker that we wanted? Sure. And now, now we have all three of them together. Right now he's the best false nine in the world. <laughs> so, um, so what do you think of Klopp? Do you think that Klopp, do you think Liverpool keeps Klopp for how many years? How many years? Yeah. I think you keep him as long as he wants to stay, and sure. I think and I think he wants to stay for a while. I think he he wants to stay, especially to win um, in the Premier League because sure. I think I think we have a good chance to win next in year. The, um, I th- I think we have a good chance to win the Champions League this year, yeah, 100%. and I think the you go from that step, then you go to Premier, Premier League, League, and I think that's he has I think goals in mind of what he wants to accomplish at Liverpool for him to say that he had a successful tenure at Liverpool sure. because I think when we look at his time back at BVB, sure. we're saying that oh he was really good coach at uh, manager at BVB, but but was it a successful very successful run and i think that a lot of people say he was successful because he hit certain things but yeah. he but we also talk about his downfalls though that he sure. wasn't able to accomplish over there sure and i think that I mean, he only, wa- and i think he wants to hide those demons by right. doing well at liverpool the only the only thing he wasn't able to accomplish at dortmund was not winning the champions league right, right? but he got to the champions league final lost to Bru- uh, bayern munich 3-2 i think was the final right. score or 2-1 um, but i always felt like that bvb was also like the little brother to Bayern a lot of times. Sure, 100%. Especially at that time. But Klopp was the first manager to beat Bayern Munich right. in multiple seasons in winning the Bundesliga. Right. Right. Um, I think Klopp is going to stay at Liverpool for the rest of his career. I don't see him going to another club. Um, I think for a German like him, what's uh, what's the natural you know big job that you want? Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. But given Klopp's history with Dortmund, he will never coach Bayern Munich. Um, I think he wants to win. Crazy. I think he wants to... Finally, win his first Champions League against Real Madrid this year. Will, and we hope Hopefully, he does. so. Yeah. Um, and then from there, go for the Premier League. I agree with you. Right. Um, I think. I think his. I think his legacy will be a lot easier to achieve if he wins now. Though. If he wins because, now, because I think the way that Liverpool is structured right now, next year I feel like they'll be focused more on the Premier League. Sure. And if. You can win now the Champions League. It'll just be much easier for his legacy I to agree. like stack up the trophies. I agree. I think. I also think that them winning. I think after seeing how they're playing right now, big players are going to come regardless in the summer. Mm-hmm. But I think them winning the Champions League is going to be even bigger reason for them to get top world talent. Like for right. instance, Timo Warner. Right. Um, if they want an all-out striker, right. Um, so all of that said, what is your prediction for May twenty-sixth, Liverpool versus Real Madrid? I'm going to say 3-2. I know what you're going to say. 3-2 Liverpool. You're going to say 3-2 Liverpool? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, that's like, that's what my heart says. That's what my heart is like, I want it to happen. I want 3-2. Salah to have two goals. Mane won. Firmino assist one. I want... So, I am very much, uh, what do you call it? Uh, superstitious, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... And I try not to talk crap or make predictions before my team is going to play in a final because mm-hmm. I'm worried that it might jinx it. Right. All along, I've been saying Real Madrid is going to win just because I want Liverpool to win. Right. I do think 
that Liverpool is going to win. You think so? Because of the pace. I think the way Mane, Firmino, and Salah are playing right now, I think that they're going to attack Real Madrid's back line very, like, just at a ridiculous pace. I think with Milner and Henderson in the middle to control it, mm-hmm. I think with VVD, Trent Alexander, Arnold, and Robertson stopping on defense, I think as well that Liverpool is going to win 3 2. Okay. And I think the winning goal is going to be Mohamed Salah. <laughs> that's uh, the dream, isn't that's it? That's the dream. And my goal, Salah, if you're listening to this, um, please do this. Score in the last 10 minutes. The thing is, I, I don't think my heart can take if this goes into extra time, though. I don't want to go to extra time. Because if it goes to extra time, I'm going to say Real this now. Real Madrid's going to win. And if this goes to penalties, Real Madrid's going to win. So I made a prediction last week. I want them to win in regular time. I made a prediction last week that Real Madrid will win in extra time 3-2 off a Ronaldo goal. But my prediction right now is that Liverpool will win 3-2. Klopp will get his first Champions League uh, title. Mohamed Salah will get a Champions League and win the Ballon d'Or later on in the year. Um... Mohamed Salah will score in the 84th minute to win the Champions League final uh, on a, a 3-2 goal. And I think it'll be the second goal in the game for Salah. I think it'll be Salah with the first goal. I think it'll be Mane with the second goal. And I think it'll be Salah again with the third goal. And Liverpool will be crowned Champions League finals and, and champions. And you it's and so I... It's funny that we're smiling, thinking like it's already happened. I know, right? And you and I will be doing what we're doing right now, losing our mind over the thought and freaking out wherever we are oh, watching it. Now, for all those basketball fans that are upset that we are, uh, you know, talking about soccer, really quickly, what do you think? Soccer or basketball on any given day? Oh, basketball. It's just, like, I Now, as a, as a, let me, let me dissect that a little Mm -hmm. bit. If you're watching, what do you prefer to watch? Basketball. If you're playing, what do you prefer to play? Basketball. Interesting. The thing is, like, basketball has been, like, since day one for me. Sure. Like, it's just... The thing is, I love soccer, though. Like, sure. soccer is really fun to watch. I think sure. soccer is really fun to watch and really fun to play. I enjoy both sports, but... Right. Yeah, I love basketball way more. Like, it's not... Like, even if... Like, it sounds bad, actually. Like, even if I had to choose... If I had to choose tennis or soccer, I think I'd still watch... I'd watch tennis over uh, soccer, too. I think I would. I might as well, but... Because of how, like, I don't watch tennis that often. Mm, sure. But when I do, like, I'm invested into watching sure. it. And I think it also depends on the player, though. If it's Frederick, then I would choose watching him sure. over. Especially sure. now, because, like, he's on the downfall of his right. career. Not downfall. He's, he's on still the downfall. playing amazing. He's on the upside. Yeah, him and Rafael the, Nadal yeah. playing out of their mind. So, I mean. Split both but, majors last literally year. Literally, we just don't know how long right. they're going to be playing. So, right. I, I feel like I'm just enjoying watching greatness at this sure. point. Um, what's up? But when it comes to the World Cup. I'm glad that basketball does not happen during that because it's the greatest two months. It is of the greatest the, thing for the life. summer because I don't think what else is in the summer during because I think baseball. So I just yeah, don't, care don't care for care. baseball. Um, I think people people start talking about the draft for NFL, not the draft. Um, like preseason, I right. don't care about that as much. I think you care about football more than I do. I care about all the sports, but during the yeah. World Cup, it's just the World no, Cup. No, World Cup, I think, like... Every it's, day it's I wake up... Thing for the every day I wake up thinking, oh my god, who's playing today? Yeah. I gotta watch all of the games. My mom yells at me because I just sit on the TV right. all day for, like, two months. Um, I think for me, I, I think if we're thinking back to childhood, basketball is my number one love. Right. I think if we're talking about which one do I like more, I can't say. I think I love them both equally. Basketball right. and f- uh, soccer, when it comes to watching... And playing, okay. um, I think that soccer is a better sport to watch. I think there's more passion okay. um, with the crowd and all of that. Um, 
And then as far as playing, of course, I play more basketball than I play soccer. But I just like when it comes to like, for instance, now for the next week, all I want to do is play soccer just right. because the Champions League final is coming up. Okay. When the World Cup is around, all I'm going to want to do is play soccer every day. That right? makes sense. Um, I think for me, it's more so like I understand basketball much more than I understand soccer. And it's not to say that like I'm uh, that I don't understand the sport of soccer when it comes to like watching or whatever. But for basketball, I just see constant defensive plays, offensive right. plays, and I just see how that goes. And I can't really dissect it as much as I can in basketball sure. and in soccer. That's fair. 100%. So I think that that's, why I, that's why I'm more interested and I'm more focused when I'm watching a basketball game. Right. But when I'm watching a soccer game, like, I can look up, but I can have a conversation with someone and sure. talk. Like, there will be people who try and talk to me during a basketball team, and if I'm like focused on it, it just goes over my ear. Like I'm right, it really goes in one and out the yeah, other. I'm not really focusing on what you're saying. Makes sense. So, with all of that soccer talk, that is, as you all heard, for all you Real Madrid fans out there, we, we do not like Real Madrid, and uh, Liverpool fine, will win. I'm fine with Real Madrid. We didn't hear that. Liverpool will win the Champions League <laughs> final. 3-2, 84th minute goal by Mohamed Salah, um, the Egyptian king, the Egyptian Messi. Um, with that, we uh, have a, now the opportunity to turn... Uh, over to something that's been an interesting storyline for the past week, um, and that is the Boston Celtics versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I know you're a little upset because they're down. Cleveland is down 0-2. LeBron uh, is down 0-2. I'm not. A, I don't know whether to be upset or not because it's like Boston's playing well. Sure, like you can't. Well, you can't deny LeBron, that they're the LeBron better team. Played, LeBron's always had bad game ones. Everybody talks about it. it's kind of like a boxer's mentality. You use the first round to assess, to assess the, what's going yeah. on. And then we saw in the second game, LeBron put up, what was it, 42 points. In the first quarter, he put up 19, 19 points. Yeah. And I think everything did, I think things did change when he got bumped in the head. head right. And so that's not an excuse. I mean, he still put up the numbers. Um, Kevin Love did fine offensively. Defensively, sure. it is what it is. We sure. know what kind of defensive player Kevin Love is. Sure. And then after that, you look at J.R. Smith, you look at George Hill, you look at everybody else. Not showing up. And like they're not showing up, I, I, I and, mean, it, and it's not even offensively. If you don't show up, that's that is what it is. Sure, nobody's showing up defensively. Sure, like, if, if I you mean, don't play offense, play defense. At my least. biggest thing with this thing is sure. I think Boston is a better team, right? But my whole big big issue with this, with the way this series is going so far, is when I watched the game last night, I saw a Cleveland team. Who did not care? The moment that they lost the lead, they looked like they had thrown it away. They're they like, okay, it, we're, we're over. I mean, I saw people rolling eyes at each other. I saw you know Cavs players rolling eyes at the fact that Kyle Korver couldn't make a single three. Right? I saw people rolling eyes when someone had a turnover. Right. The Boston Celtics had that, and they just kept playing. Right. They looked like they cared. Biggest example of grit and tenacity and wanting it more was the third quarter. Tristan Thompson gets a rebound, starts dribbling up. Jason Tatum comes behind him, steals the ball. It's about to go out of bounds. Dives, throws it to t- Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier gets it and goes in for a layup. Right. right. That play showed to me that the Boston Celtics want it more. Right. I think they do, and I think they and I think they genuinely think that they can beat the. Uh, they can. They can. Which they can. I'm not saying they that can. they can. I'm saying, sure. but like they came in with a mindset into the series that like we're, we're going to do it. Them. We're going to do and it. Even if they had lost the game, I think they would still have the same attitude. Yeah. They're unlike Toronto. They had the same attitude that the Pacers had coming sure. in. Sure. They have a just, chip. Pacers just didn't have um the what was it? They didn't have the talent to win it like right. Boston does. But right. Boston has the talent. Boston's playing defense. So I think that I think that this is just how it is at this point. Right. I I, I agree. Um, you know, I think that um, I think Boston is playing with a chip on their shoulder. 
Um, and I really do think that they believe they're going to win this series. Um, I think they do too. And I think they, if they, if they lose game three, it's over. Yeah. If the Cavs lose if game three, it's over. Easy, it's over. It's over. Um, and now given that, given that la- landscape, what do you, what do you see happening? What, what is your predict, prediction knowing that the Cavs are down 0-2 and the, they're playing the way they're playing? Also knowing that LeBron has had his back against the wall numerous times. I think that they win game three for the fact that they have time till Saturday. This next game isn't until Saturday, is it? Do you it? think Boston wins game I'm three? To, or actually, actually, I'm going to look it up right quick. But if, if Cleveland has time to rest, I think that Cleveland wins game three. Okay. Interesting. So I... I want to agree. So here's the problem. Here is the problem. And I know our Boston friends, you know, they know who they are. They're going to listen to this episode. Are going to give me crap. Are going to give us crap for this. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is I think Boston should win this series. Can we talk about the scheduling, though? When's the next it's game? It's literally Saturday. Why do they have so much What's today? time? Today's between? Wednesday? Yes. Oh, wow. That's that's ridiculous. That's a really that's long dumb. time. Um, my whole thing is this. I think that Boston should win the series. If they don't win the series, I think it's their own law, fault. Because I at think, this point. At this because, point. I, because they're up 2-0. Right. At this point, also given the way the Cavs are playing and the way Boston is playing, I think Boston is playing some right. damn beautiful basketball. But I think it depends on how Cleveland responds. Sure. If Cleveland sure. responds in Game 3 the way that they played in Toronto, then I'm not blaming the right. Celtics one bit because they've been playing one. With, I guess he's not injured anymore, but Jalen Brown was injured for some time. Right. So that plays an effect. Right. I mean, the thing is, the way the Boston Celtics won yesterday, they won with not a great performance from Jason Tatum. He didn't play that well. But he that's played. the thing about Boston. They're a team. And the thing, if one player yeah, doesn't play well, the next person steps, steps up. up. Whether you're from the bench. I'm like, seeing Terry players... Lozier played out of his mind in the No, I'm seeing quarter. players like uh, Semi Ojale or whatever. I remember he yeah. used to play at Duke. Yeah. Ball handling Cleveland. Who is Semi Ojale? He's a nobody. Nobody knows who he is. I just, I just don't understand where, how I don't understand how if you can't do offense, then why can't you like come do back defense. and say defense? You're like, okay, I'm not doing well offensively. Right. Let's go back into right. a defensive set. Sure. So I personally, I'm reluctant to predict it because. In my heart to hearts, I I can't bet you against LeBron. Yeah. I can't bet against LeBron because I've I've seen LeBron be down, have his 31. his back against the wall, and come back and do it. But at the same token, I think Boston is so much of a better team that I think and because led by an amazing coach. Yes, Brad Stevens, in my opinion, is the next Pat Riley. He's the next Greg Popovich. You know, you know, uh, Phil Jackson. He's, there at this he's point, a legend. At this point, he's going to be a legend. About him, in the, I think from like two, three years ago, we've been talking about. Oh, he's the next. He's the next. He's there at this point. Sure, he's at the door now. Sure. Well, I'm saying he's not there until he wins titles, right? But okay, but yeah, he's yeah. got the talent to be that, 100%. right? Um, I, I I'm reluctant. You know, it, but my whole thing is like. On one end, I don't want to bet against LeBron, but on the other end, it's like I don't think LeBron's ever come up against a team that played as well as Boston's played. Although he hasn't come up with a team that has played so well together and has no help as well. The difference is with um, against Golden State was that he had Kyrie to at least help him offensively, and he had Kevin Love where he could help him out in some different areas. Sure, but. You don't have Kyrie anymore. Right, Kyrie's and gone. This is literally all by himself. And there is, I think he learned early on in his Cleveland days, there is only so much you can do by yourself. You can put up 50, you can put up 60. Yeah. That is not going to help. LeBron has always been the biggest like advocate. That. See, LeBron's always been the biggest advocate that you need. It's a team game, right? He's always said that he can't do it by himself. Right. As, as elite and great as he is, he can't beat a team like Boston by himself. Like he had a triple, he had a 40 point triple double last night, and that wasn't enough. Right. So somebody on that team has to step up. Right. Who is it going to be? 
I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think it's JR. JR shot JR. has been broken all season. So he comes in. Some... It's not going to be Kyle Korver. He's not hitting anything. It ha- I don't think my... so. I think Kyle Korver, if anybody had faith in, I think it's Kyle Korver, actually. In my opinion, it's got to be it's got to be Larry Nance. It's got to be Crawford. It's got to be. Uh, that's not happening. I don't think. I don't think that's happening. It's got to be George know. Hill. It's got to be. It's got to be. You know. Uh, that's why I'm reluctant in. to say they're going to win this year. I think Cleveland might lose this series, and I don't think that's terrible for LeBron's legacy. Honestly, I don't think it's terrible because, because it's better for his legacy than going to the finals and, and losing lose again. again. I think it's better for his legacy, but I think what it's really picking at good. is: Does this mean LeBron needs Kyrie? Because I, I think there was a debate today on first take about LeBron needing Kyrie to win. Well, and everybody wants to point back to 2016 when he won the title. Everybody's going to say Kyrie made that big shot. But my counterargument to that is Kyrie was able to make that big shot because, because of, of what LeBron problem. was doing for the, the like from when they were down 3-1 onwards. And, and he's the one who blocked the shot before that. To make it happen, to make them even able to tie or go up in that game. Right. Regardless of that point, we could say that like, oh, um, what's it called, Kyrie, that LeBron needs Kyrie. LeBron's in the same position that he's been in for the last few years without Kyrie. He's in the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie. The Celtics made it. Without Kyrie. Right. I think we're having the wrong conversation, honestly, about Kyrie Irving. I think Boston's looking at this team and they're saying, We don't need, need Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Do we need Kyrie? We don't. And I think and I think a lot of people are going to be offended and saying, Oh, you guys are bashing on Kyrie. Kyrie's a phenomenal player. I am don't not need saying him. that. You, If you can get some other piece that complements Brad Stevens' system. They don't need Kyrie. Why? I'm telling Why you right now. The reason you don't need Kyrie is when you have a coach like Brad Stevens, your team, you, you already for, know that your you team is going to fill. You literally forget that Gordon Hayward hasn't played like yeah. a solid five, ten minutes yeah. on that team. When you have a coach like Brad Stevens, you don't need player superstars. Now, I don't think that means Boston's going to go sell Kyrie. I think what they're going to do is that this shows that next year, next year is going Boston's going to be unreal. And I think. That's why I from before I was leaning toward LeBron stays in Cleveland. He's leaving after seeing He's LeBron this Boston team. He's leaving and then thinking there's no Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. That's a team that's about to play this about to play the Golden unless State Warriors. unless unless Cleveland unless, makes some crazy moves this summer, which they're not going to know in Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland has no chance. I'm I sure. think LeBron honestly leaves. I'm telling you right now, and you I am I I am making a bold prediction. What is happening out west and what is happening out east? Points to me saying LeBron is going to Houston if Houston wants him. That's the big problem. The big question is, does Houston want LeBron? Because they've already got a good team, right? Do you want to break everything to bring in LeBron? If they're willing to do that, I think LeBron James is going out west to play a team up with Chris Paul and James Harden. So you don't think he goes to Philadelphia? I also could see him going to Philadelphia. I don't think so because he goes 30 minutes down the road right. to Philadelphia. But my I thing, think people would be... Mad. But no, but I don't care about the whole mad thing. My thing is, is Philadelphia ready, even with LeBron, ready to beat Boston Boston with Kyrie and Gordon Hayward? I don't know because it depends on I think they are. No, I think no, no, no. I think they beat them. It's all about the Warriors. I'm always gonna back and think about the Warriors. I don't know if they can beat the Warriors though. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I I think if LeBron doesn't go to a team that automatically makes him a championship team like Houston. He's going to Philly or LA then. I think he goes. I think he goes to LA more than Philly. Okay. I think. I think for the longevity of LeBron's career, because yeah, he's not just this, a basketball player. Because, he's he's more than just a basketball and player. And I think that that move makes sense not even for only for him but his family. Yeah, yeah, sure. His wife. There. 
his wife, his kids. His yeah. kids are on the come up. LA's a place where yeah, his you son's get attention. Be nasty. I think there's a lot of things that point to LA too. I don't like it because I really don't mess with all I, LA I, like I also don't mess with a lot. Everybody, Lonzo the God, get out of here. Lonzo trash. And it'll be really interesting because. Uh, from what I've heard, I think LeBron's willing to play off ball too. Okay, so that'll be really that'll be interesting very interesting because LeBron's never been able to play with a player that has the ball in, in his, his hands, hands more. Yeah. And so he'd have to do that regardless, though, if he went to Houston or LA. Sure, because you're at a place with James Harden and Chris Paul. As great as LeBron is, he's not. Yeah, gonna have I agree 100. percent And you know, I again, I just think this leads to LeBron going out west. I think he goes to Houston. Um, now that gets to I, you know I still want to talk about do you see Cleveland coming back or not? What's your prediction? This is your last prediction before uh, part of the series is going to be over. Uh, no, no. I mean we'll probably do another yeah. episode, but another two episodes. And I believe in LeBron, so I'm going to say they come back. You're going to say they come back? I I believe in Le- I I doubted LeBron in the three one, and then I got <laughs> then destroyed. I got destroyed mentally. <laughs> I was like, wow, he did it. Really is the goat. But anyways. Um, I'm gonna have to agree. Gonna, I, I think I believe in LeBron. To all my Boston Honestly, fans, even if Boston goes dub three, oh, I'm gonna still believe with LeBron. LeBron because it's LeBron. All my Boston friends that are gonna hate on me for this, I, I love Bo- I love the way Boston's being coached. I hate Boston. Get that straight. Um, I love Brad Stevens. I I think that the Boston Celtics should win the series, but in my heart, I'm just not gonna get bet against LeBron. I think LeBron is a goat, and I think LeBron will come back. And I think that this series will end four three. Cleveland. I think, I so. think game seven, uh, LeBron will take over and win it in Boston. Um, now, switching to the other side, Golden State's already got home court advantage. They won game one. What, is, what are you thinking? What, what's the deal here? Um, as I've been saying for the entire time, I get how good Houston is, but the Warriors are a different beast. Yeah. They are a different, They're a different beast, beast, man. Curry didn't even play well. He had a horrible game. And they still won. And they still won by James Harden 11. had 40. But my counterpoint. Chris Paul played well. My counterpoint. Chris Paul had 28. He could have 40 as well. Wait, my counterpoint. Trevor Ariza only had 8 points. Trevor Ariza, if he starts in this 30s. Eric Gordon didn't have that much. I don't think that Houston... I I I think a lot of people are giving up on Houston really quick, and I think Houston has a really good chance in this series. Because I, I can't say, give up on Houston because I didn't believe it in the first place. Sure, game. but <laughs> I, I think that... Let's say tonight. Let's say James Harden goes for 40. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul goes for 35. Uh-huh. Eric Gordon goes for 20. Trevor Reza goes for 25. I think you're looking at a whole different ballgame. Okay, we're looking at a whole different ballgame if Klay Thompson decides to play better than usual. Sure. We're looking at a different game if Curry sure. decides to hit more Don't than get me wrong. Three. I think that Golden State's a way better team. Right. But I think this series is a lot closer than people think it is. Oh, it was, it was close up to, until the fourth quarter. Yeah. Until Kevin Durant really started to take over. going in. No, I think this is going to be a close series, but I think it's done in five games, if I'm honest. You think this Golden State's going to win 4-1? This is over in five games. You know, it's interesting you're saying that because I think the same exact thing. <laughs> and, I, though, and everybody's going to be like, oh, they got destroyed. They're going to be close games. Yeah. but I think Golden State will nick them out as well. Yeah. Um, I, I agree 100%. To say. I, I Look, I, for the Houston fans, I'd love to see Houston win. I'd love to, I'd see, love to see Houston win, despite all the because crap that Hadi Siddiqui is going to talk about, right? Our friend Hadi Siddiqui. Um, I, I, I would love to see Houston win for Chris Paul. I, uh-huh. I'm being real. I want Chris North Paul Carolina to win. Native, North Carolina Lake native. Forest. Right. I want to see Chris Paul win. I just don't think, no matter how good Houston is, and I think they're right there, 
I don't think that anybody in this league right now or in the past, like I think when LeBron beat Golden State, it was a fluke. And I don't think that LeBron can do it again. I don't think that Houston can do it. No, LeBron beat them, I think. No, I think LeBron legitimately beat them. But the difference is they didn't have Kevin Durant. Sure. That's the difference. Yeah. It was a 73-win team. And then I think the Warriors literally choked it away. They got into their emotions too much and they lost that way. Not only Draymond, but Curry also. Um, But... This is different now. Kevin Durant, as much as like... Adds I a whole new dimension to the team. I mean, he's top two. He's the second best player in the league. Wow, you admitted on the podcast. So of course. Even I though like we to, argued about I this like two weeks mess, ago. I like to mess with you. Okay. Yes, he's definitely the second best so player you, in the So you league. agree he's the second best player on the planet? Yeah. Okay, finally. I've, I've been waiting for you to admit that. <laughs> because I don't like him. No, I'm not going to give him that much... Uh, okay, pause. fair. But, no, he's second best player easily. Because okay. the thing is the way he scores effortlessly... You can't stop just, him. You can't he's, stop it's, him. He can score at his own will. That's why I just make me mad he's on that team but anyways that's that's okay so your prediction is Mm 4-1 i'm gonna agree with you i'm gonna go 4-1 but to all my houston fans i do think houston has a very good chance it's just about whether or not they can edge out those games and i don't think they will i think it's 4-1 confirmed if they win tonight if 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 golden state wins tonight tonight, 4-1 i agree if houston wins tonight i'm gonna go with 4-2 okay i'm gonna stick with i'm gonna stick with 4-1 okay um all right so now, that would put us at Cleveland-Golden State final. We already know this. We're going to go Cle- uh, Golden State, right? Yep. Five games? Four games? I get five because LeBron. Now, let me, let me switch it up here. What if it's Boston versus Golden State? Because Boston is a team. Yo, they might get swept. You think they might get swept? Yo, I'm so- <laughs> That's no disrespect to Boston. It's really not. But... It's just Golden State's another really, animal. Golden State's going to look at this team and they're going to be like, oh, we don't have to do with LeBron? Oh, we just got to do with these young cats? This oh, is going to be a them. fun time. <laughs> if it was di- this would be different if Kyrie was on that team. This would be different. This is where I give Kyrie props. Now, it's different because Kyrie is a champion. Sure. He knows, he knows how to win. These, young, these youngins these don't know how to win. Are gonna, you this know what this reminds me of? This way too big for them. If it's Boston versus Golden State, you know what it reminds me of? What? It reminds me of 2011-2012. OKC versus Miami. Yeah, it'll be too young for them. It'll be too. It'll be players who are and amazing and, and are playing play great, great. But they'll never. But when they come to the finals and they come up against a beast, they're not going to understand how to win, and they're going to get. They're going to lose four one. They're going to lose four two. But they're going to lose. Yeah. If they get a game, I'll be happy for Boston. Boston should be encouraged if they get a game against Golden State at the position that the they're in. Now. <laughs> wow. Respectful, but Look, to really all our Boston not. fans, we're it's not being... really not. Think about getting to the final. If you ask any Boston fan, legitimately, they thought they were going to get to the finals in the beginning of this play. They would tell you, hell I no. Think, no, there's no they way. They would say, hell no. Think. None of them had that faith. No. so Yeah, I think, don't act like y'all been faithful to your team so no, all no, no, along. No. I think you guys should be ecstatic for making it to the finals. Because you guys will think like, oh, this will be a good learning experience for them. Because sure. next year when they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, they'll, they'll, understand. they'll, they'll know exactly and what to And next year they probably, in my in, in predictions go right, they won't have LeBron in their path. They yeah. might have the 76ers now. Oh, and then they'll be the kings of the East. They'll be they'll the kings feel, of the they'll East. They'll be like the Warriors of the East. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that Golden State will destroy them. It's literally the baby um, Warriors versus the Warriors, and Warriors are going to be the big brother and smack the mess I, out of them. 
now that we're saying all this, I want Cleveland to lose this series because I don't want LeBron's legacy to get tarnished. And I love I LeBron agree. too much. So, um, okay, fair enough. So we are sticking with – we said at the beginning of the year, uh, at the beginning of our podcast in November, um, we're sticking with it. We think Golden State's going to win the NBA title. We think Golden State will beat Houston in five games. And we think uh, LeBron will come back and beat uh, Boston in seven. Um so yeah, that's I mean that's what we're thinking and you can disagree. Um but you know I don't care. But we don't care. So um now last night was the NBA draft lottery. What are your thoughts? Uh Devin Booker's probably thanking God right now. <laughs> they got the first pick finally. Yes. It's been a long um, time. I mean it is what it is. I mean this this draft looks all right. It doesn't look doesn't look like last year's draft. Sure. Like last Absolutely year's. Absolutely not, knowing now. No. Um, I mean, it's good for Suns. They'll get a pick. They'll get. Who do you think the Suns take? I'm pretty sure. Um, DeAndre know. Ayton? Yeah, I think it was either him or a person from overseas, right? Yeah. Or or I'm hearing they might take, one, uh, what's his name? Marvin Bagley, because he's also. Right. He played high school in, in Arizona, high school right. ball. Um, what's he, where would you put Ayton? At the four? Or Ayton's the a four or a five. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's tough in this league because you want a big guy, but then you're kind of like, you in this NBA, do you need a big guy? Right. Do you need someone who's... Given the, the pieces floor? they have, they've got... Who they got? They got Josh Jackson. Which is great. They yeah, got Devin... Well. Right. They've got Devin Booker. He's, he's Devin Booker. Right. Um, he I, had a slump year, though. Right. So, given the people they have, I think it makes sense to get DeAndre Ayton or Marvin Bagley. Because and, – and my whole thing I is so they don't need a scorer. They have a scorer outside who's going to put up 40 points, Devin Booker. But is Aiden like a defensive presence like that? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think DeAndre Aiden is going to be unbelievable. Um, I personally, as much as it pains me, I think I would go with Marvin Bagley. Um, just because I think Marvin Bagley is more versatile. But I think most people would say DeAndre Aiden's a better player and he is a better player. Um, but yeah, I think people get confused of who's the better player, but who fits the better system. System is the thing. Like, look at Jason Tatum. He's right. not, I don't think he's better than... Um, than a, like, a lot of the players better, that came he's out. Not he's Donovan not Donovan Mitchell. He's not better than Ben Simmons, technically, since we're, he's technically a rookie. Sure. Um, but he fits really well with Boston's system. system. And that's yeah. why Boston is so damn good. Yeah. Or dang good. So <laughs> it's like Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's even succeeding in that system, and Jalen Brown is just—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm being real. Jaylen the one—the one player I love on Boston, right other than Gordon Jaylen Hayward, Brown is—I love Jalen Brown. I like the way he plays ball. Um, and he plays with such confidence. Yeah, he's shushing these Cleveland players. That's what makes me so mad. These Cleveland players—he said it's letting, a LeBron. Too. He said it, he's just letting them do it. Well, LeBron's <laughs> never like talked like back at people. Like people sure. always say, like he's never tried to talk people back. But I'm literally looking at the rest of the team, like. Really? Yeah. We let Jalen Brown do it right yeah. now? Well, last night, you see Tristan Thompson and uh, uh, Marcus, Morris, Morris Marcus Morris get it. But I want that. That's, that I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't like it. But, I mean, I like it as a fan. Uh, I didn't like it as someone who wants Cleveland to win this series. I didn't like how Marcus Morris was talking crap to Tristan Thompson. But, uh, um, but no, that's what I'm saying. But Tristan Thompson's not backing down. I guess that's what that's Tristan what Thompson gets at. for cheating on... Jeez. Chloe Kardashian, right? But, no, I'm kidding. Is the Kardashian Chris coming back? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> now, what about Joel Berry not getting an invite to the NBA Combine? I think that's absurd. You're telling me Final Four player of the tournament, uh, NCAA champion, all-time scorer in at UNC basketball history, 
Um, the list is endless. The list of accolades is endless for Joel Berry the third. Is it the second or the third? Joel Berry does what Joel Berry does. He puts the chip on his shoulder and he's, he's, he's working out. He's getting better. He's, you know, improving his game. He's going to try out for teams. Obviously, he's not going to the combine, but he's going to have personal tryouts with teams. I mean, Theo Pinson got an invite. Mm. And, and I love Theo, but Joel Berry, Theo Pinson. Joel Berry is a far better basketball player than Theo Pinson. Mm. I think that's disrespect. I think it's... T- it's because of his height and all no, of this. No, I don't even think it's because of that. I think it's because the league is such shifted into a guard-heavy league. Sure. I think Joel, I, I'm calling it right now. Joel Berry is going to be a superstar in the NBA. In the NBA. In the NBA. Uh, sure? Ah, uh, 100%. Joel Berry is going to be unreal in the NBA. I think he's going to be like a Donovan Mitchell where a lot of people didn't expect it. And then he comes into the league and goes off, his, off the wall. That's interesting. I'm not going to I think a Joel you. Berry is going to be like a Dennis Smith where a lot of people are doubting him, and then he goes and performs out of his mind. I can't. That's hard for me to say because I didn't think he – to be honest, I didn't think he was a super great star okay. in college. Why? Because he did well, but in his last year, it was very shaky in my opinion. Sure, his last year was shaky – but what has he proven? He's a leader. He is. What do you need in the NBA? What do a lot of players not? Lonzo Ball is not a leader. You're, that's fair. Lonzo Ball is not a leader. That's fair. Lonzo Ball will probably never succeed because he's not a leader. But he is succeeding. How? I'm, when I say success, excuse me, success, success, sure, he's succeeding. What I mean is, like, Lonzo Ball won't be the reason the Lakers win an NBA title in the next 10 years, right? He's going to need additional pieces. I think pieces. he'll be part of the process. He'll be part of the process, right? Because I think... I think LeBron confirmed goes to LA if they get rid of Lonzo Ball. Okay, <laughs> right. I think players like Joel Berry, who are leaders, are important to teams in the NBA, and I, I think, think too so often too. they get overlooked. I think so too, but you also have to find the right team that's willing to risk it all on sure. a leader versus a skilled guard. Okay, that's fair. I, look, I if I was a coach, I'd take Joel Berry in a heartbeat. That's fair. That's fair. I think if you're, if you're a coach like if you're a coach like player. Brad I'm not, Stevens, I'm not over here saying he's a bad player, and I think that I think he should have gotten an invite, especially if you're saying Theo Pinson got one. Yeah. Then why not? Why didn't Joel Berry get one? But right. I think it's tough for me to say that he's about to be a superstar. And be sure, like, but I think if you're a coach like Brad Stevens, you're salivating at the idea that you could get a player like Joel Berry. Right, and I mean because I think in the right system, Joel work, Berry is yeah, going to play really I, well. And I'm and I think that. We're, Every player has been like this. Every there are players who go through all these different teams and it doesn't work out. Look at look at Cook. Cook went through so many different teams. He went to Cleveland at one point, and now he's found a home in Golden State, and he's right. getting minutes and he's Quinn playing Cook. well. He's yeah, Quinn, Cook. Quinn right. Cook. Yeah, and so I think it really depends. Like you saw, you saw a player like Jeremy Lin. He didn't. He was overlooked by a lot of teams. He went from team to team to team, sure. and then he finally found a home in New York. He played well, and then from there he blossomed. And then he goes from team to team, and he becomes like an, a pretty decent player. Like he's a decent player, and he brings different elements of leadership, not only just his play. Sure. And I think that story could very well happen for Joel Berry. He goes from team to team. He finds a home somewhere. He plays for a few years, and then he becomes like a really better mentor for these younger players. Sure. Fair I think point. It's very possible. Fair point. I think Joel Berry's gonna be a star. From I think that might be good for him because you say because he, he he's, he's always played with that chip on the shoulder. Play, yeah, he always plays with the chip on his shoulder. This will just be another time where he has to play, play with, with the, the chip, chip on, on his shoulder. shoulder. I could agree. Um, you know, and we'll see what happens. Um, so I think that's kind of 
what we were thinking of for this podcast. Um, so, um, like I said, we, you know, we're kind of wrapping up the NBA season. Um, we've got Cleveland beating Boston in seven and Golden State beating Houston in five. Um, hopefully we're right. If we're wrong, you can give us, you can give a ship for it if you'd like to. I want to hear your um, prediction before that though. So yeah. We'd love to do. hear your predictions before you start talking smack to all our Boston friends out there. You know who you are. Um, Again, please stay engaged with us. We need more listeners on the podcast. If share you can, it around. Yeah, share it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you know, we're really trying to get more viewership. Like we said, we're going to start that YouTube channel finally just because we think it'll be a good platform for us and to. We have a bit more time to start that and really get the angles and such that we want because exactly. we didn't want to have like not make it really that good half asset kind of thing um so now that we're both off of school um and we've got a couple months off we're gonna really invest our time in trying to grow a youtube channel and to grow this podcast um so we're committing ourselves to at least 20 episodes a summer so this is episode one um of what hopefully will be another 19 um so with that please stay engaged follow us on instagram Uh, i'm at here in gawala h-i-r-e-n-g-i-h-w-a-l-a I'm Walid X Ahmed, W-A-L-E-E-D, And please feel free to reach out if you have any suggestions on topics. Um, we will be people to interview. If there are people who like the way that we do this podcast, yeah. um, we'd love to interview all different types of people, all kind of NBA fans. Absolutely. Too. Fans, players. As, as you all know, our last episode, we interviewed David Noel. Um, he was he was on the UNC basketball team in 2005 when they won the national title. That was a really um, insight. If you haven't watched that podcast, you should. It's really insightful. If you haven't listened to it, please listen to it. As, as Willie shared, it is very insightful. Um, it's really just an hour interview with a former NBA player, former college basketball and champion. Um, really cool episode. Um, and like Willie said, we're really you know interviewing everyone. So early on in the semester, we had our friend Samip on, who is really knowledgeable about basketball. Um, we had Jamal, who's a Lakers uh, you know fan. I would like to say another word, but I'm not going to. Um, uh, and and then we hope to have our friend Asish, and uh, who's a big Boston fan, and, and a friend of mine, Josh uh, from Boston as well. Um, so, um, if you all have any recommendations, we'd love to interview high school coaches, high school ballers, uh, college ballers. If you know anyone at state that balls, if you know anyone at UNC that balls, um, please let us know. Um, and with that, um, thank you all for listening. All right. Thanks.